Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park I think we're in a place to be. I think we're up. How you doing, man? You feeling good tonight? I'm feeling great tonight. How are you, man? Doing good, man. Appreciate you being here. So uh, one thing, you know, I thought would be interesting to talk about would maybe start this conversation on was just that you seem to be or have that fitness kind of background and I can definitely relate to that. And I guess maybe we should start this off. You know, what was the motivation? Have you always been a fitness person or did something make you say, hey, I want to start going down the fitness journey and see what happens or what happened, man? What's up? So I guess it's kind of, I guess kind of was ingrained in me from, from the moment I remember, right? Mom was ran track in college. So she was, I believe, a division two hurdler, sprint hurdler. Nice. Dad was nice. in the Navy. So I remember being about four years old and it was like, okay, I'm a dual sport athlete at four. I've got Taekwondo tournaments to train for. I've got basically hundred meter dashes to train for, right? So this whole ideal of doing your stretches, lifting weights and, and kind of practicing your craft has always been there, right? This idea of if you work harder, you're going to get better at something. So it's always kind of been something I use to, I guess, just keep working on something, get better at whatever I'm doing next in life. So you've always had the athletic background. I mean, you came with it from your parents, it seems like, and then you just kind of got it ingrained into you as well. Yeah. Yes. I was, I was going to be an athlete no matter what. Kind of, that's, <laughs> so well, you, you said something about Taekwondo tournaments. I mean, was is that kind of what started it for you or was that just something you were playing doing as just as a kid and then it kind of grew out from there? Yes and no. I think the Taekwondo tournaments is really where I started to realize, okay, like me, me being stronger is going to convert into my real life. Right. Because at that point I'm, five years old training for my first tournament there's not a whole lot of real life for me outside of that tournament realistically i'm five don't don't have anything else to do at the time now i guess that's that's where it started and because of that it's always been kind of kind of looking more towards the uh okay well i've got something to do whether it's track playing football playing basketball when i was older mm. we got something to do that i want to get better at right so kind of this this ideal of we're we're always going to start with something and try and end up better at that same something. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, exactly kind of what you said earlier, like whatever you're putting into something, I firmly believe that you're going to get that right back out of it. And yeah, I mean, but everyone's got their day one versus their day, you know, year three on anything they do in life. But it's one of those things that, you know, you can't be afraid to take chances at something and try something new. And just that, you know, I never had one of those opportunities of actually doing Taekwondo or any kind of karate just because I grew up in a very, very rural area. But it's one of those things that what if I could actually try that, at, you know, at age five and see what would happen. And I, it's always appealed to me. It's like MMA stuff and just, you know, the discipline they have, yeah. and the, the type of training they do and just the mindset of it all. It's just it's something that's it's just, for some reason I'm just drawn to it, but I've just never went and took the deep dive to go actually and try it out yet. Honestly, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a great stress reliever. And I think the, the thing about it, whether you do like you look into a jujitsu or mixed martial arts, cause I ended up doing mixed martial arts nice. when I was in college. You're, you're going to end up using more muscles than I think most people think they have. 
you know, I'd say kind of the, I guess the way I would explain that is you don't, you don't really know you have that muscle until it's sore kind of a deal. Sure. So the, I guess just this, this whole goal of, you know, it's, it's really going to get a full body, full body burn, so to speak, going on. You're really going to get in tune with every last one of your muscles. You're going to have to figure every, every little movement out. And it's, it's definitely an interesting, interesting way to train. Yeah. Somebody called it one time, they called it complex problem solving and like while you're working out and just because, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want this to be like a martial arts or MMA podcast or anything, but just that, you know, you're trying to figure out like, we know what Austin's doing. Then you're, you're trying to figure out what I'm doing at the same time and how to like do a different maneuver and like how to get out of something. And like, I'm still trying to figure out how to keep you in a certain movement at the same time. And just like you said, though, it's, you don't really know, what muscles are working because it's such a full body thing and you never really know that you know like holding somebody like how hard that really is like a person who is like x amount of pain just try to keep them in a position that you want them in and like in that time under tension of just keeping them in like that it's just like when you know just the times like i've just been wrestling around with my brother and stuff it's like whoa you know it's just but trying to do that what is it they do three minute rounds or whatever it's like minute rounds you know Wow, man. But I mean, when you first get into it, it's like 30 seconds of wrestling and rolling. You're like, <laughs> and it's just like, man, I remember making the, uh, I guess the first time I started training for mixed martial arts, I was making a move from Taekwondo where you're only stand up striking to having to roll with jujitsu guys. And it was like 30 seconds in. I'm like, dude, let me go. Leave me alone. <laughs> let go of me. I'm I'm tired. I'm out. <laughs> let let me go. So uh, so I mean I hear you on that, man. But uh, so but the reason you're here though, you know, you're helping people now, kind of stay fit and find a balance of getting stronger and just seems like just all out just a better lifestyle at a certain age. Is that kind of what your uh, motive is? One hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean, what what is this a new business you started? Is this something you've us said, hey, I want to you know try this angle, or what was the motivation behind that part? I guess behind starting the business as a whole, or yeah, starting the business and just that you, I, I think okay. you focus on like just helping dads, really. Yeah. So I had been a youth coach for seven years before I did this, and kind of, I guess the catalyst comes from a couple of different places. One of them is my years as a youth coach. The other one, when I was in school, I studied psychology. Nice. Did a lot of independent research on different factors that would affect drug use and abuse and young adults. So kind of figuring out, okay, are there certain things that parents can do that are going to affect certain addiction level outcomes? That's what most of my research was about. So this ideal of looking at behavior and figuring out, okay, what's, what's the the outcome of certain behaviors, right? It's kind of the way I explain it is if you, you take that age old saying the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's heard that. Sure. Imagine, imagine that in high definition pretty much is where it all started, right? Figuring out, okay, well, dads are doing this. We're having this reaction out of a kid on the court. How are those things related? Or I'm having a dad lose his cool entirely at halftime for on, on one of my wide receivers, his production dramatically goes down in the second half. Mm. And this is this is a kid that's got the highest production numbers in the league that we're playing in. So it's like, okay, well, there are obviously certain behaviors that are having having an effect. So in between that specific research and that experience as a youth coach, it's it, it all kind of, I guess, tied together and and a high definition version of the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Me saying, if, if I'm going to solve the problems that I started working with kids to solve in the, in the first place, realistically, there's there's going to have to be some sort of change in structure at home. I guess I got to a point where it was like I realized, okay, so me working with you one on one for an hour is great, but at the same time, year twelve. So when you get home, I'm telling you, you need to eat this, go do that, and this, that, and the other. You're not the one grocery shopping. You don't have control over what the budget is for groceries this week. You're not the one who's determining who gets in the car when to go to the gym. And so because of that, I got I got to a point where it's like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time, but I feel like for me to make the difference I'm trying to make, I need to go about it 
in a different direction. Mm, okay. That makes sense. So going back a little bit though, you know, you said, you know, like something, you know, either a, a child would have an outburst or random outburst or a dad would have an outburst during halftime or whatever. And, you know, does that kind of stem, I mean, with your psychology background, because there's something deeper going on and they're kind of lashing out and taking it out on X, Y, and Z rather than actually trying to solve like what problem they have going on or like an addiction. Oftentimes. Yeah. It can be. I, I mean, just if you if you want a short answer to a very <laughs> complex question, the answer is yes. Uh, there's there's no real, I guess, limit to the list of things that can be going on with with somebody though. So for the different clients I work with, we could have two guys in very similar situations, and them have two different completely things that they're stressed out about. Two different issues i guess at hand all the yeah. time so with with finding those issues oftentimes it kind of it starts with the symptoms and then you think about kind of back engineering something so kind of the same idea of okay i'm going to take this dirt bike motor apart to figure out how it goes together you want to i guess look at let me take apart this behavior of you're having an outburst at halftime so i guess if we want to look at it in detail right Starting with what is why? Why are you having this outburst? It's nice. He's he's not getting good enough yards. He's I could play him for one half of the game all season, and he would still be in top of the league for yards, receiving yards. Hmm. So you freaking out about that? Like you see what I'm saying in the context yeah. of and what's going on? That's not an appropriate thing for you to lose your cool about. So the, I guess the first time I saw this, the example was a kid who's 12 years old having 100. I don't know if you're familiar with football. but Yeah, yeah, yeah I, got, I know. I, I'm not familiar with it. 100, 120 receiving yards on a Saturday. Sure. Right. As as a 12 year old. 100 of those yards come before halftime. He gets shoot out at halftime, comes back in for 20 yards. And this is. Yeah, because these I mean, he's getting harassed to the level that fans from the other side are coming over to me and the rest of my coaches going, Hey, is that kid? Okay. Like, is, do we need to like, you, you know, I'd like people are genuinely concerned. Do we need to do something about sure. the fact that he's getting cursed at loud enough for the other stand section to hear? Yeah. Is that, but I, is, is, is that just, you know, the parents seem to always want to make, I'm trying to think of how I need to put this, that, you know, that that kid is living their parents' dream rather than living his own dream. And so mm-hmm. he's only doing or playing, he or she's only playing a specific sport and trying to please their parents just because they were told to do that. And like I said, it was their dream and not really their dream. Does that kind of make sense? And so exactly. That, so I guess yeah. the, the way, yeah, I was going to say, the way I explain that usually is, or the way I look at that is like, hey, uh, and this is talking to a parent, right? Hey, you've got to you've got to learn to look through a window instead of looking in a mirror all the time, right? So when we're looking in that mirror in terms of our kids' life, it's like a this is what I know, this is what I view as possible, right? Because it's it's right, it's all right here, it's all right around me. Like if I'm looking at the the little picture box of me, that's my mirror. I can see sure. the window over here. I can, but that's my experience that's all i know this is a different kid they think different than you they want different things than you they they may not have the same goals as you yeah you're you're not going to be able to see the other side of, of what's going on in their life looking in the mirror you don't see anything on the other side right so i need you to look in a window and understand that this is a different person than you they've got a different life to live they're, they're their own dna they're their own everything kind of looking at it through that lens of I don't need to I don't need you to look at what you know I guess but I need you to look at what what's in front of you Mm. what what what's in front of you that you don't know right what's what's different about this you can call it this version of you your child what's different about what they want as opposed to what you want. So you can't keep looking at things from the idea of this is what I know because I see it in my view. 
Yeah. They've got their own view. For y'all to come together, you you're gonna have to see their view. So, you know, I know you said you went to school for psychology. I mean, in like how I mean, this is something you took a deep dive and like started study, studying. You know, did, I mean, well, I don't know what. Do you just have a bachelor's degree? Do you have a master's? Did you mean you have a doctorate? I mean, you seems like you so, done your homework on this. Obviously, no pun intended, but well, yeah, right. So. I have a bachelor's degree, and for three of the four years that I was on a bachelor's degree, I was doing multiple independent research projects. Mm. So kind of doing my own research work on top of the school curriculum. Okay. So I think that's what people ask. It's like, do you have a master's degree? It's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to pay the people that much. That was that was <laughs> going to be a very expensive degree. So no, I was I like, well, understand that, but. We're, we're going to get the most out of this bachelor's degree that we possibly can. So I was working all the time on something in college. So it sounds like you kind of took that along with you now, like with that work ethic and that mindset that we've been talking about and, you know, coaching other coaching new sports. And now, like we said, you're ready to coach, you know, dads trying to get them to a healthier lifestyle. I mean, I mean, what type of, I mean, are you just working with people who feel like, Hey, you know, awesome. I'm overweight. Hey, I just don't feel good today. Hey man, like I just want to look better when you know in the mirror, like you know what you were saying. Like, is this is this kind of people that your demographics that you kind of seem to get get or what? I, I guess I would say my main demographic is is parents, specifically the the dads that are going. Well, I don't have time to do this, and I don't have time to do that. Right? I'm I'm ripping and running, doing a hundred different things. <clears throat> that's that used just that's because for me that's where it all started is is extra football dads who wanted help and were like hey i don't really have time to work out it's like okay well no you have time let's let me let me let me go through your schedule i want to i want to teach you about finding time right so that's i guess actively what the goal for the particular demographic is is that You've got dependence. You don't have a lot of time. We need to figure out how we're going to get you the results that you need so you can be the kind of role model that you want to be in a timely fashion. Yeah, that's one of the things that, you know, you know, obviously, you know, time waits for no one. And time is probably one of the most value. It is, to me, one of the most valuable things that you can ever have in life. But, you know, yeah, and just for a simple workout, you know, and like, I don't know, I don't know how much you know about me, but I'm one of these CrossFit bros and been doing it for the last 10 years. And, you know, some nice. workouts will last, you know, five minutes or so. And like, you really feel wrecked oh, afterwards. You did it right. You know, like the one I did tonight was 18 minutes, right? I mean, that's still less than 30 minutes. And yeah, so you and don't need to tell people. Yeah, you don't need, I mean, I think it's a misconception and that, you know, some people think, oh, I need an hour plus just to work out. And like, yeah, I mean, depending on what your goals are, yeah, or whatever, right? You probably do. Depends on the situation. But, you know, you can, like, I guess my point is that you can, in 30 minutes or less, you can get a pretty good workout and feel wrecked and like, oh, man, all right. And then feel good about yourself. Like, I got it in, you know, and I'm ready to go. And like, let me recover it, eat something. And like, I'm ready to go again the next day. Right. Like, that's exactly. a, yeah, it's one of these misconceptions with fitness, I think, or just healthy lifestyle. But, but I love that you brought that up because it's something that I'm dealing with constantly. So the, I guess the conversation that I always feel like I'm having is, Hey, so I know that we're going to work out on, on this particular plan that you've got me on twice a week, mm-hmm. but I can, I can find time kind of like you said, these three other days and I want to go lift those three days. It's like, I don't need you to get in the gym six days a week. Sure. I simply do not. There's recovery that you need. There's sleep that you need. There's, there's all of these other things that, that have to be done. I don't need you in there six, seven days a week for an hour and a half a day. And I feel like that's the, that's almost the conversation I'm having most often. Like, I think I have that conversation with every single one of my clients, especially sure. when they get to the point of like, okay, they're feeling good. They feel that initial, Hey, energy boost. I'm, I'm feeling back, back to being great. It's like, okay, now that we've got all this extra motivation, let's worry about what we're eating. Let's worry about how much we're sleeping. Let's, let's apply this. Let's apply this appropriately. I don't need you to throw it all at bench press we're going to end up hurt two months from now right so i guess a lot of it's about managing motivation but i'm I'm really glad you brought that up because i think managing motivation 
in terms of where we're putting our efforts is super important. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm one of those people that, you know, when I go to the grocery store, you know, I coach CrossFit on the side too, that, you know, people will come up to me sure. and, you know, it's like they've been in a gym before, but they, you know, left a, a five days later or whatever. And there's like, well, it really wasn't for me. Or there's like, oh, they always found, you know, there's always a million reasons to say no to something, right? Like, or I can find right. an excuse, like why you can't do something right. today. So, you know, going into a grocery store, if I see a former member at our gym, you know, they come up to me like immediately and I'm just, you know, just doing my thing. And, and you know, I'll just say, Hey, what's up, bro. And there's, Oh, I'm, I'm coming back to the gym. I'm coming. I'm coming. Like, I just said, what's, what, what's up, man. That's fine. I mean, keep on coming. You can come whenever you want to, but right. I, think, I think, you know, and my point is, is that, that I think everyone immediately thinks that, Oh, and I don't know if it's like they get wrong information from social media or whoever they're listening to, but it's just like, Hey, I think that might be it. Yeah. You know that, Hey, I'm, you know, I have to work out seven days a week, two hours a day just to get to my, uh, whatever goal or whatever it is, but it's like, no, bro. Like you said, sleep and recovery are so things that are so underestimated, underestimated in the gym. Underestimated, underrated. Yeah. Over, well, not yeah, underrated. There we go. That are underrated. Well, I guess, I guess, let me ask you this. Cause the way I usually explain this, I, I always try and explain some things through an analogy, some kind of way to make it, I, I guess, make it less complicated. The, sure. The sleep analogy that I often use is, is a kitchen remodel. So have you ever like remodeled a kitchen bathroom or seen it on HGTV yeah, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it on TV. Right. So it's 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 the same kind of thing as as working out. When we're in that weight room, right? We're tearing tearing muscles down, stimulating the muscles to grow, kind of really, really going through tearing stuff out, right? In that same kitchen remodel, it's it's a lot more fun to take a sledgehammer to a countertop than figure out plumbing, right? <laughs> if all you do is take a hammer to your kitchen, you will not get the kitchen you want. You get a hole where your old kitchen used to be. And that same right in fitness, right? You've got to bring in the right nutrition, right? You've got to bring in the new granite countertop. You've, you've actually got to take the time to rest and recover. You've got to actually wait for your install team to put the stuff in okay for you to get to the goal of the new kitchen it's it's all the same way all of these steps are important and i think we're in an industry where the fun steps get considered important and the not fun steps don't get considered important yeah everybody wants to take the red pill and get results instantly and then if they don't see it within versus blue pill whatever pill it is that you know, you don't see results. Yeah. If you don't see results in a week, you're like, nah, bro, I'm good. Like I'm going to find something else, but you know, you got to trust the process and that, you know, whatever you do, like you got to give it a certain amount of time, you know, like at least I always say, you know, when I'm asked about, you know, programming or nutrition or whatever that, you know, I can give you what works for me and I can help you out along the way, but you just can't stop, you know, a weekend or two weeks in, you got to, you know, figure it out from there, you know, and just kind of like what you said, and you got to make these good decisions and it's like the smoke snowball effect and just let it keep building up and building up. And yeah, you can have like kind of a, you know, I, I don't like using the word cheat day, but you know, if you don't be scared to go out and have a hamburger, that's me. That's what I do. But right. Right. Well, yeah. But like, but still at the end of the day though, you got to know that, all right, you know, I have one burger. I'm cool. Let me get back on to my rest of my meals or whatever my plan is or whatever. You just got to trust the process and don't fault programming for whatever. But, you know, it's, just, it's like people, I guess, because of the modern world or society, culture, whatever you want to say, is just for, you know, we can have food delivered instantly. You know, we can just go on TV and pull up something yeah. and watch something. Everything's like at an instance basis, right? Like this right. Is all of our needs, except if it's losing weight or building muscle or having a better mental aspect on life or whatever it is that that doesn't become instantaneously. That's something that people got to work at in which, you know, it feels like people are, you know, like, you know, you're talking about the athlete background, you know, even LeBron James, he, yeah, he was going to be six, eight, no matter what growing up, but he still had to play ball and work at it. Some Yeah. You know, he, right. he was blessed exactly. with what he had, but you know, he still had to learn to play ball in some sorts. So exactly. yeah, it doesn't come that easy for everybody, but yeah, just people, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's just, you got to, you know, hard work brings great rewards. That, and I, I often try and tell people, because that's another great point you brought up. A, a lot of it is just kind of like you said, snowballing, right? So I don't kind of 
kind of what I'm saying. I don't need you in here seven days a week. Yeah. You're going to do this for two weeks and quit, right? If I tell you I need you in here two days a week, and as far as your diet goes, I'm going to teach you how to make the animal fries from in and out in an air fryers so that they're healthy for you and and make chocolate milkshakes with protein powder instead of a bunch of ice cream and stuff like that sure side note i don't know if you've tried this i just tried it recently use vanilla protein powder and like a chocolate nesquik as opposed to chocolate protein powder it makes it taste like melted ice cream okay. That's- I've I've needed to tell somebody about that for like the past week and a half. So thank you for <laughs> right. that on just tonight <laughs> to you and all the viewers at home. Cool, man. Guys, guys go try it. No, no more chocolate protein. Get vanilla <laughs> protein. Put your yeah, put extra chocolate in it. The vanilla will kind of bring out this melted ice cream sort of melt. Yeah. Right, and it's it's all of all of those little things. It's just like I don't I don't need you in here seven days a week. I need you to add up seven little things that you like this week. Yeah. Well, especially you know, one of the misconceptions with CrossFit is that people come in and they really have, and, and not all, not everybody, and but some cases that a person who hasn't done anything in 10, 12, 15 years, ever since they got out of college, they just kind of just got started working and had the family, mm-hmm. gained some weight and lived that sedentary lifestyle. But they come in and they instantly think just because of maybe what they did 15 years ago of benching, what if it was 225, deadlifting 135, whatever it is that, oh, I can easily do this when I haven't done anything in X amount of years. So just let me go ahead and, you know, let my ego get the best of me. And like, cause I see this person right. over here doing this. It's like, I can do that too. You know, if he's doing it, I'm doing it. Right. <laughs> so, right. so, and that's where people instantly think that, okay, well, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to do it 21 times and may or may not always, but, they, you know, pull muscle, get hurt or whatever. But it's just like, hey, you know, like you're saying two or three days a week, you don't have to be in there seven days a week, man. Just come in there, get a feel for it. All right. Since you're, you had let your body adjust a little bit, take a rest day, come back the next day and you know, and listen to your body. Your body will say like, hey, man, we're still kind of hurting a little bit. So, you know, why don't we back the weight off a little bit? Or, you know, why don't we just go about 70 percent instead of full 100 percent today? You know, it's, it's little things like that that makes a huge difference. That's that's a hundred percent accurate. You know, I think I was when you were saying that I was thinking, I wish the the phrase no pain, no gain wasn't such a popular oh, wasn't such a popular phrase. Good point. Like, Good point. We're we're not coaching you to get hurt. Like I and I think that's kind of I, I would imagine you deal with it because I deal with it all the time. It's like it is not my goal to push you through workouts and coach you till you get hurt. Okay. Here's the deal. I've run track in college, played a year of college football, played football in high school, Nice. ran school, played basketball in high school. I raced dirt bikes as a kid as well. It's like, if you want, if you want realistically for me to find a workout that I can push you through, that is going to absolutely tear you apart and destroy you. Mm-hmm. Believe you, I could do it off the back of my hand. I wouldn't even have to go home and plan for it. I could give you that workout right now. It's what 832 now. I can have it over to you by 835. You know what I mean? It's already, it's already in, in the back of my mind. But then we gotta ask ourselves this question of is that gonna be helpful? Sure. Is it because back to I guess the remodel analogy, is it gonna be helpful to go in with a bulldozer when you needed a hammer? And now we're not, we've got all of this extra that we've got to rebuild later. Yeah. You know, a lot of it is that. You know, we were talking about misinformation and people were just kind of catching off what they're watching on Instagram or TikTok and just going, oh, you know, they're doing it. So maybe I should do it, you know, and I was on a podcast the other day and we were talking about DK Metcalf for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. And he there was a quote from SportsCenter yeah. talking about how he eats. I don't know if you saw this, but it was on Instagram. I saw he eats like five bags. See, I, already, I already know what quote you're talking about. Yeah, five bags of gummies and like he drinks coffee and has one dinner or something like that, right? One one meal a day, half of his candy. Yeah, it's doctor. like what you know, like what the heck, bro? You know, like not everybody can do that, but I think that's where people kind of get misconstrued and they see something like that and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, DK Metcalf's doing it, so why not? I'll eat like. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. too you know it's like hey dude you're not dk metcalf man i don't tell you that because i want to be mean i don't tell you that (laughs) i tell you that because i care and i want to see you do well (laughs) (laughs) you are not dk metcalf (laughs) you cannot cannot treat your body like you have literally the the most god-given genetics that exist okay you can't do it i can't do it if, if I grabbed a hundred random people, the chances are none of them would be able to do it. DK Metcalf is that much of an outlier, but it's like, exactly. I think, I think we're at a, at a point now on social media where everybody's favorite outlier somehow is like a, Oh, this is, this is normal. Now this is what we should, what we should view as regular. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I guess, cause you see so much of that and that if you Kind of, I guess, kind of take that dive and surround yourself with that, and that's all you're looking at is these people who are looking like DK Metcalf, and like you know, you don't really really know right. what they're doing behind the scenes, except. And I'm not saying DK Metcalf is not eating get gummies and eating whatever he's doing, but I'm just saying these other people might be saying they're doing that, but they're probably not really doing that. I mean, because like you said, there's he's an outlier along with you know who's it Ocho Cinco eats McDonald's every day apparently, and yeah, which I I, mean, I, I guess he does. I don't know, but. I don't know. One one other thing I, I wanted to bring up with you and kind of, I guess, just see what your thoughts were on it. The, like, I'm not saying that these guys are not the most legitimate athletes in the world. Sure. But to some degree, they are also entertainers in a way. Like when you look at the, the constant social media presence, when you look at guys doing podcasts and TV outside of the NFL or the UFC, when we look at like if we look at like Sean O'Malley per se, a UFC fighter, he's sure. always doing podcasts and different things. He's as good of an entertainer as he is a fighter, right? But that's it's kind of what it takes to keep booking the contracts. So I think sometimes they say things that are entertaining because they book contracts and people are like, Oh yeah, DK Metcalf is eating gummy worms all the time. I can do that. It's like DK Metcalf is being funny because he just signed a $10 million deal to make sure that the whole country likes looking at what he's doing and, and finding entertainment and value in what he's doing. Yep. So some of it's like a, these guys are world-class class athletes. Yeah. But the uh, Sean O'Malley is the example I bring up. Cause if you go through and look at his Instagram page, he's doing like these how to, how to win in the street fight tips. And they're all absolutely terrible tips on fighting right there he would never do in a fight yeah you're you're completely you're completely right in that because that's something i've been thinking about more and more often is that because you know i'm one of these podcast guys like during when i'm working like that's if if i don't have like a couple you know albums i'm listening to it's always like it's a podcast like let me cue up the podcast but you know I, i bounce around between like joe rogan and a bunch of comedians and you know sometimes some barstool sports guys a lot yeah and just that and my point to what you're saying is that, uh, you know, he, they, he, Joe Rogan, I feel like most of what he's saying is probably 99% accurate or 98, whatever, but there is some stuff he plugs, you know, like he's always plugging like liquid IV and, uh, you know, and, you know, and I guess there's good science behind liquid IV and there's still hydration packets, but I think, and I could be wrong on this. That's why I need to fact check her on here, but I think there's a lot of sugar in that. And like, it's like 60% sugar of your daily value or something, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I and then he goes on to, 
when he has these diet discussions about how sugar is so bad for you, which I'm not saying sugar is good for you. And then, you know, and there's also like, you know, Floyd Mayweather, there was some science behind when after all of his workouts, he would drink a Coke and eat a Snickers or something like that. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, for, for people who are not really doing, you know, like a Floyd Mayweather workout or type of these really intense training type styles, you know, they're just drinking liquid IVs just because like, Oh, you know, Joe Rogan said it was good. So it's keeping me hydrated, but it's really, you know, like I said, if you're not doing anything else, you're not doing your homework. There's a lot of sugar than that, that you probably don't need to be putting into your body. You know, that's, that was another one. Apparently Gatorade is actually like that as well. You're not exactly. supposed to be drinking even Gatorade all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're exactly right. And just that, I don't know how much sugar is in Gatorade, but you know, now they have a Gatorade zero and stuff, but I think that's kind of where the science was behind it because somebody else used to put or talk about, you know, I think it restores your glucose or glycogen and your muscles always get them confused, but there is some good science behind it. I'm not saying there's not, but I think that if you're not playing, you know, an elite NBA basketball game, football game, and you're just pounding Gatorades all day thinking you're being healthy. Well, I think it's almost like to equivalent of a soda drink. If I heard that, that's why I need a fact check out there, but but yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say is that, you know, but you got to, that's what I'm trying to say. Is that's my point is that you got to do your homework with whatever you're putting into your body and just knowing that, Hey, you know, I like DK Metcalf. I like Joe Rogan and I, I still like, I've got all the respect for him, but you know, I should, I probably shouldn't be eating five bags of gummies and maybe, right. yeah, maybe he got paid $10 million to say that or whatever, but yeah. That's, that's the thing that people don't understand. It's like, these companies are paying them millions to say things like that because they know you will go out and buy 20 bags of Haribo gummies if DK Metcalf says he eats Haribo gummies. That's so at a certain point, that's that's kind of what I what I have to do with a lot of my clients. It's like, okay, let's 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 turn in a little bit. Yeah. How do you feel realistically when you eat a whole bag of gummy worms? Yeah. I mean, well, that's it, good. Just I feel like we're lack, not we, but you know. Mainly a lot of populations lacking into that, you know, what is good nutrition versus bad nutrition? You know, what is a decent meal versus a bad meal? And, and that, you know, growing up, I never had that, you know, and I didn't come from a very athletic family or anything, but it was just something that I just thought food was food. You know, I was like, whatever, I'll just get chicken strips and fries or whatever it is when I was little. And I never really cared if like, if it was processed or ultra processed or whatever it was, it was just food to me. But now you know, Brandon, like, I grew up with that same mentality, though. Okay. I mean, my dad was in the Navy. He was eating random chicken substitutes out of boxes in the middle of the field in Japan. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, uh-huh. he's not going home going, all right, we need gourmet fresh foods. Yeah. But that's that's uh, that's a point that I don't think enough people talk about. That way you just mentioned, like not knowing the difference between a good meal and a bad meal. So a lot of times I, I end up having that conversation with people and it's like, you don't have to eat chicken, broccoli and rice only. Mm-hmm. To eat a lot of times you can eat the same foods you already want to. That's well, it's, right there, man. It's it's very recipe based. And I had had one guy go, but I like chocolate cake. It's like, OK, do you have a blender? Yes. All right. I want you to take a couple oats, put them in a blender. For whatever you would use flour for, use that blended oat substitute. Nice. Instead of using brownie mix or something like that, chocolate protein powder. Then I want you to make a cake as you normally would. And now you've got this extremely protein-dense snack that's also chocolate cake. That's also lower in calories than chocolate cake, but higher in protein and micronutrients. So it's it's one of those things that like we can we can make almost anything you want. Sure. If I'm gonna be honest. It just it 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 we've got to get rid of the ultra processed. Hey, this came out of a box, went in the microwave for 40 seconds, and is now on a plate in front of me. And I just want to clarify, I just looked it up that liquid IV has 11 grams of sugar per packet. So but okay. I don't know, I don't know how what that equivalent to is of a soda or a candy bar or something like that, but anyway but yeah you know that that's just what people have to get a better relationship with food i guess just because you know even today and i'm not saying anything bad about my family or anything but just that you know even today and you know they they kind of know how i like to eat which is basically just like what you said hey like i know i I, i'll eat out but it's i try not to eat out often right 
Um, right. You know, it just it was always too, and I guess that kind of goes back from my childhood. Like every meal, we almost ate out every time. And I don't, you know, I think it was just because moms didn't like to cook. Sorry, moms, if you're listening. <laughs> I think that's pretty much what the reason was. But now it's just like you know, I got so tired of that. That now it's just, just you know, I like to run home and it's just like I can easily make up a decent meal that I know that works for me and my body, and that I know I'm going to feel good the next day and during my right. workouts and my training and my when I do competitions, that I'm going to be good. So, but even to this day that some people are just like, oh, let's just run out and get a pizza. And because it's so easy, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. And it's just like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. And then you know, it's it's also that, you know, you, what is it? McDonald's. I forgot who said this, but you can basically feed a family of four for like 20 bucks or something. Right. At McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like, wow, you know, it's just like, we're just promoting it so easy just to making it so easy for people just to, you know, say like, hey, I don't have time to do X, Y, and Z. So let's let me run over to get this and those in and out or whatever it is and just bring it home. So, and then, you know, it's like, again, the snowball effect. Then you don't realize like, hey, five, six days out of the week, I'm, you know, eating like this and how much it's actually adding up. Right. Then you this wonder is, what happens. Issues. <laughs> right. <laughs> you wake up one morning, your pants don't fit or whatever. And you're like, shit. <laughs> it's like, well, Hey, we tried to talk about this a couple months ago. It's a little late now. We gotta we gotta backtrack, right? Do you give a lot of people rude awakenings when you're talking with them? Or like are people just kind of like you're blowing their minds just because they don't actually realize like the information you're giving them? I guess does that kind of make sense what I'm trying to say? Um, yes and no. I don't like look at myself like every time I speak, I blow somebody's mind. But okay. like there are definitely there are definitely times where I have conversations with people and they say something, and I would almost describe it as being the opposite, where they say something to me and my mind is blown, right? I've I've had somebody say to me, well, the cheapest way I know how to feed my family of four is to go to McDonald's. Yeah. Now my mind is blown because I know right now I can call over my little brother. There's two roommates, bring them to my house. I can run to Kroger, get five pounds of literal potatoes for five dollars air fry that and put some ground beef on top of it if i got four to feed and all of us are what somewhat young men the the rest of those boys are taller than i am i would probably need around three pounds of ground beef which is 12.99 if i remember correctly right now probably so based on having a pan and an air fryer i can feed all four of us for $15 much healthier and still have leftovers. Mm. Right. It's like, but they don't know that. And to me, it's like, Oh, it's mind blowing that you wouldn't, you <laughs> wouldn't even like think about trying something, something different sure. than McDonald's. Do you think that there's too much information out there? And, and I guess what I'm getting at is just that because yeah. You know, you? okay, cool. Because, and like yep. for, those, for those listening, though, you know, <laughs> you know, I like to experiment, play around with nut diets and stuff. And like, and I think now when people are actually saying, like, you know, and I, and I kind of feel like I am kind of shitting on people, but not giving the bit of the doubt because I'm pretty sure everyone Google stuff right now, right? But that, yeah, but it's so easy. Like when you Google, like, you know, how to lose weight or how do I fast way to lose 20 pounds or whatever, but there's so much like, you know, carnivore, keto, paleo carb cycle, low carb, uh, vegetarian, vegans. Like there's so much out there that they just have no idea where to begin at. And it's just almost overwhelming for a person. They're just like, all right, whatever. This is, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing there. Cause I have no clue even where to start at. Right. Right. So I, I've kind of got this working theory on that. And I, I like, I like new theories. <laughs> all right i wanna i guess i want to tell it to you it may not make sense all right all right all right i guess how, how do i want to how do i want to explain this i don't know man. just so, work it out just work it out in your head that's what i do i just start talking and just hope it comes out and think about it after. pretty much pretty much and hope it hope it comes out in a way yeah, that makes sense now i think a lot of it is that more people want to be right then more people want results. Mm. I think like, so right. Look at, look at two situations In one scenario, you're going to go take a test. You're going to get a five out of 10 on that test, but everybody at home is going to believe you got a 10 out of 10. 
In the other scenario, you go, you take the same test, you get a 10 out of 10, but everybody at home thinks you got a five out of 10. More people would rather think, have everybody think that they got the 10 out of 10 when they actually have a five, as opposed to actually having the 10 and people thinking they have a five. I guess what I mean by that is everybody wants to be right. So everybody's saying my way is the best way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I work through with a lot of my clients. It's like, there is no diet that's going to be objectively better other than the diet that you're actually going to stick to. I know what you saw Caitlyn Jenner put on Instagram. Got it. It was cute. It may not work for you. I know what you saw like Liver King or any of these guys. Like I'm not knocking any of these people, sure. but it's like they are different people than you. They like different foods. There, There's different things that are going to be sustainable to them long periods of time. If whatever you're doing is not sustainable for a long period of time, it's not going to work realistically. So I've had conversations with guys who are like, well, I keep trying keto and I can't lose weight. It's like, well, are you actually sticking to the diet for longer than a week or two and not cheating on it? Because if you hate the diet that you've chosen, you're going to cheat on that diet, which is why I come come and tell you about things like vanilla protein powder with chocolate on top to make things taste like actual milkshakes, right? I need you on a diet that you love. Okay. So because that's, that's where the results are. And I I think the more people want to come to the table saying, Hey, look at, look at this. I just wrote it. It's, it's the new next best thing. This right, right here. Everybody needs some of this. The, The reality is, is that because that's happening so many times, I think there's, there's just so many different thought thoughts, uh, I guess. What's what's the word for it? Thought circles you could could join about what the best thing for nutrition is. But it's like if you're not doing it, it's not gonna help you. Yeah. So if you're choosing something that you hate, it's not gonna get you the results of the person who did it every day regardless right so you've got to choose what works for you and you can't get sucked into everybody online wanting to be right because they're going to tell you that their way is the best way yeah i'm going to tell you honestly what works for me may not work for you i think what works for me is probably going to work for you because i enjoy being able to eat tacos and milkshakes and cheeseburgers and all of these things while i'm on a diet based on kind of the recipes i use and the way that i operate if if we're all kind of saying my way is the best way right then we're just getting confused on how many different ways there are like there are trains of different ways things you can eat and lose weight we're going to talk about all the different ingredient combinations you could put together to lose weight probably in the trillions Mm -hmm. okay if you're not going to do it every day it's not going to work sure one and and two, I think it's since a lot of is driven by capitalism right now, it's kind of like, I need you to buy my program, buy into what I'm doing, buy into what I've got to say. It's like what you have to say might not help the other person on the other side of the screen or like to the to the viewers listening now. Like if I say, hey, my dinner tonight I'm planned, I've got tacos tonight that may not resonate with somebody at home. So I could say that to you and you're like, oh, I love tacos. Like, I want to come eat with you. I want your diet, right? That sounds like fun. We could have a listener listening to us right now going, that's disgusting. I would rather have the healthy recipe for pizza. And it's like, well, okay, I can just send you that recipe, right? I only need you to get a certain number of calories and a certain number of grams of protein realistically to make this work. Everything else... I can adjust to make sure that it's going to be something you like enough to stick to. But I think I like, and that's kind of, I guess, a long, long long-winded version of. No, I I agree with you a hundred percent. It's kind of what we've been talking about for this last hour that. Yeah. You know, if you like, if you go on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, I don't know what else is out there. OnlyFans, whatever people are going to now. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know if you go to OnlyFans for nutrition advice, but anyway, um, it's very centered. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, everybody, like you said, everybody wants to be right, and like you know, like Liver King, you know, he says, "Hey, eat this way," and mm-hmm. you look, you know, like what does he say? Problem and eat liver and bone liver marrow. Liver is liver is king. Yeah, like eat all that. 
The like, liver is great for you. Not a lot of people are going to want to eat that raw with molasses. Like, there's also that I think, and I can't remember where I picked this up from, but you can eat liver, and I'm not like you said, it is great for you. It's one of the best things you can eat, but I think your body exactly. can only handle a certain amount of it. Like you're not really supposed to eat over a certain amount of I forgot how many grams or ounces of liver in a day yeah. or a week it is, just because it's something with the filtration system or whatever. But, but again. You know, I think too much vitamin A, so you can end up poisoning yourself. There you, you go. That's what it is. Poison. Yeah. So, and just that people really don't understand it. And I don't think Liver King is out there saying, hey, you know, you might get too much vitamin A and end up poisoning yourself. He's just promoting his brand. And at the end of the right. day, you see, you see, that would get, get in the way of his supplement sales. Exactly. And I think that's yeah. what I mean by I need you to buy into me. I need you to buy into what I'm doing. I need you to buy into me being right. Exactly. I can get such great results for people because yeah. it's like I can tell you to eat this. If you're like, I don't like that, then it's like, all right, well, let's let's do something different. It doesn't have to be your results aren't going to come my way necessarily. Exactly. My job, my job is to make sure that your way is found and your way is found correctly. Right. So I don't, I agree. I don't need to force you to do things my way. I really just need you to do something enough to kind of try things and let's figure out what your path is going to be. Sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it comes down to like exactly what you just said that, all right, let's sit down, let's find a program that works for you and we'll try it out for two, four, three, whatever weeks it is. You know, let's talk about what food you hate. Let's talk about taste you hate, you know, if there's, and then that way we can find something that exactly kind of fit your style. And along the way, it's, this is not like a hundred percent foolproof plan. And this is the way I'd see it. Like, all right. So after four weeks, we'll see what's good. You know, if you wanted to gain muscle, if you want to lose weight, whatever your goal is that then after four weeks, all right, let's figure out what was working, what's not working. How'd you adjust your lifestyle? And then we'll kind of go from there, you know, and then we'll, and we'll, yeah. and we'll just, you know, tailor it out until we can find exactly like, Hey, you know, what little Johnny needs to become the next, you know, DK Metcalf. So Right. And I think not a lot of people have, have the value of, of making appropriate adjustments. One, making the adjustments as fast as they need to, and two, making the right adjustments. I've, I've definitely talked to people who are interested in the program and it's like, well, what would I be eating exactly? Mm. It's like, exactly, dude, I've been talking to you for the last seven and a half minutes. I don't know what I'm going to have you eat. I really couldn't tell you yet. We don't know each other. <laughs> like I'm, I, and I have to get to know you to be able to get you results. Because I, I, I can tell you what gets me results that might not work. Sure. For you. It's not my job to talk about me. It's my job to get you results. Yeah. I, I think people just want to be told what to do exactly and what to eat exactly. And then right if it doesn't work yeah there's like hey you know and that's reason like hey what do you eat well i'll just do that and it's it's like what you said earlier in the podcast well just because this is what i'm doing that that's not might not work for you but people want that and they just want they want easy and they don't want to be told you know hey i actually got to figure this kind of out on my own or i got to cook something tonight and i you know i'm just speaking i'm not you know everyone listen i'm not you know just basically t- saying everyone's a bad person but just that everyone right. wants easy no, I, like I like i like easy but gotta do a little work yeah you gotta figure stuff out oh, yeah. so and it's i i make sure that i'm not like just sending you off to figure it out on your own it's like we're gonna we're gonna sit down and have so, a talk about it. but throughout this process i i look at my program as like a i if you want to go do a specific like coaching plan for a specific sport i highly recommend that like if i was coaching somebody to lose weight and all of a sudden they wanted to go get like jujitsu coaching yeah i recommend you 100 go get a jujitsu coach right but in general the way i look at things is i want you to be able to undeniably change your weight for the positive or negative by yourself at will whatever you want because realistically i weigh about 190 now if you gave me a month and told me i needed to be 210 in a month i would be 210 in a month yeah just because it's it's doable for me and that's what i look at when i when i'm writing somebody's program it's like okay what what is going to make sense for you in the rest of your life so you can keep these results right because if you don't understand what we're doing here you're going to have to pay a trainer for the rest of your life Right. If I can't walk you through what we're doing, why we're doing it, kind of 
why I'm making these decisions based on your particular life, right? And help you understand those things. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to pay somebody forever. I don't want you to have to pay somebody forever to live the life that you want to, or to be the role model that you want to, mm. right? I want to be able to teach you something that is gonna continue to work. Everything in life changes. For this to continue to work, you're gonna have to be able to make an adjustment on the fly. It's not going to be anything huge, but you're going to have to be able to do a little something, something here and there as far as making adjustments. I want you to understand why we're making adjustments and and kind of so you can you can do that on your own, right? It's not like okay, you had a great job with me. Do you want to keep paying me or do you want to go pay somebody else? Or how's that work, right? I'm I'm trying to graduate you with knowledge, not develop this returning stream of people. Granted, I love all my clients. I, I really enjoy talking to them. Like they truly are really good friends to me at it after a certain point, right? But at the same time, I I am coming into this trying to make you independent. Mm. That's that's gonna resolve involve some certain conversations. It's gonna involve some work. Now you're not doing that work on your own, not kicking you out, right? So to speak. You're not putting you out on the front porch, but me and you, we're going to have to do that work together because I can't do it for you on my own. And you can't just snap your fingers, wish the results without mm-hmm. doing it. So like, it's it's just to make sure that they're not doing that work alone so that when we, when I, because I like to look at it like, hey, I'm graduating you. I don't like to look at it as a, all right, cool. Great job. See you later. Next. Right. Like I, I'm, I really am looking at this, like I am graduating you into a different quality of life from here on out. Now, if you want to go do a sport, like I said, find, find a specialist in that sport. I'm trying to graduate you into a different quality of life. And because of that, I'm going to have to teach you some things. We're going to have to do a little bit of work. You're not doing it on your own, but Work is still work. <laughs> we still have to get these things done. Can't wish upon a start and get it and get it there. Yeah. Right. Awesome. That's cool, man. I think uh, we should take it home on that right there. So uh, if people want to find you, if you want to plug your services or anything you want to plug, feel free to do that. So realistically, just the easiest way to get in contact with me is either my Instagram, which is Austin underscore Wheeler 22 pretty basic i know just my name and underscore my favorite (laughs) and then realistically if you if you got a lot of questions about coaching or you want some sort of coaching the way i do coaching is online pretty much these days and the reason for that is just i'm going to get more results with your diet and sleep than i am yelling at you during a set so it's like i wanted to switch my focus into okay how am i going to coach more so on diet and sleep Right. So I've got an application for that it really only takes five minutes, but basically that kind of is going to align everything that I might need to suggest for you ahead of time. Kind of a lot of what we talked about today is if you came to me right now, Chris and said, Hey, I want to put on five pounds of muscle. What should I eat? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you like. Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You're asking me questions before you told me the information that I need to. <laughs> be able to build your answer out for you right so that the the application link i I can send it on over to you but but it's it's basically to just kind of organize everything ahead of time well awesome you're a badass too man i'm glad we did this appreciate you being here dude you're a badass dude glad you had me (laughs) this is honestly this was a lot of fun good man maybe we'll do it again sometime down the road then man a lot of new information always coming out man we can talk talk for days like this but you know oh yeah cool all right well, all right you the man again so uh anything else you want to say or you need a plug or are you good that's that's all i've got cool that's all i've got all right yep. all right well good night everybody we're out of here all right good night guys good night chris y'all have a great evening
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 